Hello, hello. Um, welcome back. It's been a hot minute, but I'm going to jump right into the topic that I'm going to be talking about today. I'm pretty sure we've all heard of the game This or That, whether it was something that we played on a long car ride or um, something at a sleepover, um, or maybe you've just heard of it. But um, I'm going to kind of talk about the concept of this or that and a relationship with Christ, um, starting with a few like easy little questions just to understand what I'm meaning by this. Um, and then I'm going to kind of pull it into more depth. So the easy little questions we're going to start off with is like autumn or spring. I love the fall. Tea or coffee. If I had to pick, it would probably be coffee. Um, go in or stay out. I or go out or stay in. My bad. I love to be out and about about place in places late night or early morning. I'd way rather stay up late than to get up early um, and sweet or salty. I love my sweet stuff. Um, so now that we kind of understand the concept, I'm going to pull into a more depth conversation um, with more so of situations. Um, and then I'm going to kind of talk about the situations a little bit more and where they could be coming from and how this could change somebody's view. Um, and how it might make a difference in your relationship with Christ. Number one, starting off with, when people are gossiping around you, are you going to try to fit in by maybe going along with the topic of gossip? Or are you going to stay quiet and maybe even speak up to tell others to stop, even if it makes people look at you differently? I think that as teenagers or adults, if you're younger, I you may have been in kind of a situation like this, but it might not be as serious. Um... I think that we've all kind of been in a situation where we're around people who are talking about other people or gossiping about a situation, and it kind of turns into a topic where it feels like everyone around you is talking about it, so you feel as though you need to be included and you need to chime in. Um, I've been in many of those. I know that the people that I was around in middle school um, in the beginning of high school were just not the right people um, and not the people that God wanted me to be around. Um, and I'd be around gossip consistently. And I could not sit and lie to you and tell you that I have never gossiped in my life. That is the total lie. I think we've all done it. It's very easy to do it, especially without realizing that you're doing it. Um, it's probably one of those easy, like, little sins that you do without realizing it. But, for example, I know that I've been in situations where I'm friends with people and they're talking about something that's going on at school or going on with other people. And, um, yes, I have heard something before. Um, and let's just say it might be the missing piece of the conversation. It might be something that everybody's trying to talk about, trying to figure out, but it's gossip. And it's something that somebody trusted you with or it's something that you weren't supposed to know. Are you going to continue the gossip and chime in and maybe even make it a little bit worse um or are you going to stand firm in how Christ would want you to react so um it took me a long time to realize that gossip is just not godly um obviously it says it in the bible but it's a lot harder than just hearing it uh, it's a lot easier said than done it's one of those things where Sometimes it happens and you don't even realize it. I would be lying if I said today that I still don't accidentally do it sometimes. It's, it's, it's a sin, yes, but it's one of those that are just really easy to fall into. Um, I consistently try my best to make sure that I'm not doing it. Um, it's very hard to fall. It's very easy to fall into it. Um, but 
sometimes when you're sitting there in that group of people and you feel like you have the all-in answer key to the conversation but you know that you're not supposed to say it you know that this is gossip um you know that this is not what god wants you to do are you going to chime in and tell that and totally sin or are you going to stand firm and either just keep quiet or are you going to tell people just to stop talking about it because it's not their business um i know personally i've told people to stop talking about it because it's not our business and that has made people look at me differently or it's made people realize that yeah, she's kind of right. This isn't my place. We shouldn't be talking about it. Um, these are kind of these this or that's that are a lot bigger than just choosing if you like winter or summer a little bit more than the other. It's ones that could really complicate situations around you or could make a difference in your life. So obviously, if you think about it, which one is showing the love of God a little bit more? continuing on with the gossip or, um, you know, stopping the situation, stopping the conversation, um, keeping quiet, staying out of it, and standing firm in what you believe in. Obviously, I think we could all go with the second one, um, even if it does make somebody look at you a little differently. Um, the next situation is, if someone offers you something, are you going to say yes to fit in and be accepted, or are you going to stand firm in what you believe in, even if it makes people look at you different? Um, so, for example, you're in school. You're in the bathroom at school, and somebody's like, somebody that you're friends with is doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Um, that's something that you don't believe in, something that you don't agree with. Um, and they ask you, they're like, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want something? Do you want to hit? Do you want to, you know? Um, and you have to make the decision. Do you want to say yes so that these people can think that you're cool? Or do you want to say no, even if that will make somebody look at you and be like, ah, you're one of those people. Like, oh, you're not cool enough or whatever. Something dumb like that. Like, are you going to stand firm in what you believe in and what you know isn't right? Or are you going to fall into the trap of trying to be cool and standing up to standards and um, trying to keep other people's opinions of you high? Um, I, once and again, am going to pick the second one, and I think we all understand why. Um, and it all falls down under this one. Um, are you going to live a worldly life or are you going to live a life? A life fully for Christ. Um, I have gotten caught in many situations where that statement was really hard for me to figure out. Am I going to live a worldly life and try to be accepted by all the standards of the world? Or am I going to live for Christ where the standards do not matter, but it might make me lose some relationships? It might take some things away from me that I'm comfortable with. Um, it might mean that I have to change my lifestyle a little bit that's more healthy. It might mean that I have to step into a new um, area that's not com like that is not necessarily my comfort zone at the, at the moment. Um, I've been there too. I've been in all of these situations. I've been in all of these places before. Um, and I'm so proud and glad to say that I have now officially picked um, that I want to live life fully for Christ. Um, as teenagers, where I'm at right now in my life, it is really easy to fall into a place where we are going to just follow along with the worldly standards. Whether that is posting something or going somewhere or dressing some way 
or drinking something or smoking something or saying stuff like it's it's all these different things i think that we've all been in a situation where um these this or that statements and these this or that circumstances have either hurt or helped us before um i will say straight up that when i would to pick when i would go to pick living for the world and um living a worldly life it would never help me it would never end up being a good thing um it also falls along with the things that um are told that will make you happy like oh this relationship will make you happy oh this friendship will make you happy drinking will make you happy um smoking will make you happy other things will make you happy this will sustain you this will fulfill you like absolutely not i'm gonna shut that down right then and there i have been told before that these certain things will make you happy i just want friends that i can be happy i just want to have this friend group so i can be happy i want to be in relationships that i can be happy that is not how it works. Um, like I've said before, God is the only thing that can fulfill you. And you do not want happiness. You want joy. Um, luckily, happiness is built within joy. So if you get joy, happiness is kind of a given. Um, but I'm not here to give my spiel about joy, as I always do. I'm here to talk about this or that. Um, it's really easy to fall into the this situation. Um when I'm comparing this or that. The that as in living a worldly life and the this as in living, um, hold on, pause. I think I totally mis misspoke that. Um, the this is as in living a worldly life and that is as living a life with Christ. Um, it's really easy to fall into situations where you are living a worldly life without even realizing it or you're fully aware and you think that it doesn't matter because god's just going to forgive you every time that you do something sinful which he died on the christ for you, the cross for you he has forgiven you of your sins he will continue to forgive you of your sins but that does not mean that you get to walk all over that cross and be like mm, yeah i'm gonna go out and drink tonight but god's gonna forgive me anyways that's just not that's not what i'm trying to get at here when I would pick to live a worldly life or do something that was worldly um, for the world, for the standards, um, listen to the devil, fall into temptation, it would never come out being good for me. I would always end up hurt at the end of the day. I would come home and I'd be like, dang, I'd feel really guilty. I would be disappointed in myself. I'd be disappointed in others around me. It just would never end up being something good for me. Um, that five seconds of satisfaction, those five minutes of feeling like people accept you, um, those five hours of people following you and being like, oh, yeah, she is cool. Maybe even five days or five weeks or five months of you living up to the standards of the world are like kind of chill. On the inside, like you are going to feel sick. Um, and it's going to be one of those feelings where it's like, oh, something's not right. I feel like I'm missing something. Um, the pieces just aren't aligning. Like people love me. I'm living up to the standards. I am that girl. Like I am that guy. Like I am there. But something feels like it's missing. Well, I'm just going to straight up tell you um, two certain things about that. One, you're doing it wrong. Um, if you are living your life to live out for the standards of the world and that is what you're choosing and you want to fit in and you want to be accepted and you want to live up to the beauty standards and you want to um, make people like you, you want the followers, you want all of these things, you're doing it wrong. Um, two, 
yeah, you feel empty because you do not have God. I will say that there are times where God may call you to a certain audience and a certain group of people that he wants you to speak life into and that he's going to give you these followers. He's going to give you these people that he wants you to speak life into. He's going to give you these circumstances where you are in that standard, but it's going to be forgotten. You're going to know that because he's going to tell you. He's going to put you in that circumstance. But when you are fully living for the world, living for the standards of everything around you and trying to fit in and trying to be that girl at school, you're trying to be the most popular, you're trying to be the one that knows everything, like you are doing it wrong. That is the wrong place that you like are in. You do not want to be there because at the end of the day, you're going to go home and you're going to feel sick and you're not going to know why. Um, Or you might even know why, but you're like, but people like me, so why does it matter? I've been there being completely honest and completely transparent I've been to the point where I go above and beyond trying to fit in trying to be that girl trying to be the one with the followers and the Instagram posts and the TikToks and the Snapchat and everything that surrounds that saying although that was wrong I'm not saying that social media is wrong and Um, having certain friends or being around certain people is wrong. That's not what I'm trying to get at. I'm trying to be like the decisions that I was making, what I was choosing was coming into my relationship with God and totally wrecking everything in that room. Um, I stopped picking God altogether. I was trying so hard to be that girl that I just totally shattered myself. But then when I went home and I prayed to God every night before I went to bed, it was all okay. Um, that's what I told myself. Like, it's fine. I pray to God. He forgives me for the things that I've done wrong. Like, mm, whatever. No, that's not how it works. Um, I know that so many other people are living that life too. The people who believe in God, they know that there's a God, um, and they believe that they are following him and they believe that they are doing what God wants them to do, but they are just totally wrong. They're mistaken. The devil is on them. The devil has tempted them. The devil has taken them and they are just off of the tracks. Like they are going up and through walls because they just do not understand that at the end of the day they're coming home and they're hurt and they're like why is Jesus doing this to me it's not Jesus hun you just don't understand where you're at um this can also come along with the fact that people just don't understand what they're doing they're just oblivious to the fact that they're picking the world over Christ that also comes with a lot of spiritual knowledge um Which then comes the question of, oh, Caitlin, how do I find that spiritual knowledge? My answer forever and always, read the Bible, pray to Jesus. It's honestly that simple. Um, You don't have to go on this big research project. You don't have to write three books. You do not have to search up 10 websites a night. You do not have to, like, get down on the nitty-gritty and figure out all of these things. You don't have to study this. You don't have to, like... It doesn't have to be so such a big thing where you have to, like... Making it, making it an idol that you want to have all the spiritual knowledge. Like, no. If you sit down and you read the Bible and you pray to God and you put yourself in the situations that you could learn from God, you will have that spiritual knowledge. When I was younger and I didn't understand that gossip was wrong, it was easy to figure out if it was wrong because I literally looked up gossip in the Bible app and I read verses on gossip and gossiping and that gave me the spiritual knowledge of how it is just not right for me to gossip 
And when you fall into a cycle of gossiping or doing these things to be accepted by the standards, you totally lose your way. You totally lose where you are with God. Um, you totally misunderstand what God's trying to tell you, what God is trying to get you to do. Um, because the devil has full control over you if you're living for the world. Um, a lot of the time, people don't make the connection that living worldly is the same thing as living sinfully and living as a sinful person is pretty much saying that you are just obeying the devil. Um, you are being distracted by the devil. Like you listening to the world and you doing worldly things is pretty much like Satan sent. And that's kind of hard because when people don't understand it, they don't get that they're doing it wrong. Um, it's really easy to think that you're doing it right when you just don't understand. Um, one, I've been there before. Two, that's what we as Christian, like Christians are here to do. Us as Christ followers, us as believers of Jesus Christ, this is what we are sent here to do. To make people knowledgeable and to have people understand more about Christ so that they can stop being stuck in the same cycles that we once were stuck in. Or it's getting them out of cycles that we did not fall into because we had Christ. Um, it's helping other people and giving people the understanding of the word, the good news of Christ. Um, that's what we are here for. So if we are sitting in a big group and they're gossiping and you know something that you could say that could make this conversation a little bit more lively, it could make you accepted by these people a little bit more, and you choose to go ahead and say that, you are doing it wrong. You are sinning. You are going against what God has told us to do in the Bible. They may accept you. Or you may say it and they're like, oh, whoa, girl, that's going too far. But either way, it is a sin. Or no matter the outcome, no matter what people are going to think about you, no matter how accepted you are going to be, no matter what people are going to leave, no matter what friends are going to judge you, you sit there and you pick to be a good Christ follower and either stay out of it and move on and go somewhere else or just stay quiet and out of it. Or you say, hey guys, we probably should not be carrying on this conversation because it's honestly just not our place. You get to pick. Um, at the end of the day, God gave us the decision um, of whether we want to follow him and go through the doors with him or if we're going to be like with the devil. I was sitting in church um, a week ago, two weeks ago, and we were talking about mountaintop moments and places in the Bible where God has given big moments to people on top of a mountain. Um, and we were talking about the power that we have as humans um, and the power that we have as like just average people on this earth. Um, and my pastor said, the only power and control we truly have is to reject God's authority. Um, so pulling that into the conversation that we're having, we get to choose if we want to go along with God and be a Christian a believer and follow God, or if we want to be all high on our horse and be like, nah, God, I got this. I'm going to go live for the world. I'm going to go live for the devil. And I'm going to sin, and I'm going to do whatever, but it's okay because when I decide to come back, 
I can just pray to you and I can be like, mm, Lord, forgive me for my sins. Like, that's what you're here for me to do. Absolutely not. You are doing it wrong. It's hard for people to understand um, how we choose what happens to us. Um, but honestly, at the end of the day, that's just not even true. Um, this quote that I'm pretty sure I said on this podcast once before, um, 10% of our life, 10%, I cannot even remember what it is now. That stinks because I don't even like, I don't edit my podcast. So it's not like I go back and I cut out the parts where I mess up. So I've told you guys before to bear with me. Um, but I'm trying to remember it. And I'm pretty sure that it says 10% of the things around you are what happened to you. And 90% of the things are how you react to it. So pretty much saying 10% of your life are things that happen around you that cause you to react a certain way. You get to pick how you react and your reactions are what shape the rest of your day. The things that shape the rest of your week or your life um, or your relationship with God or your relationship with certain people. 10% of your life is what happens to you and 90% is how you react to it. Um, And reactions are honestly such a this or that statement as well. You can either react and be all high on your horse and be like, oh, yeah, mm, I did that. Or you can be humble. Or um, another situation is you can choose to react in a sinful way. You can go off the tracks. You can be mean. You can seek revenge. You can be um, hurtful. You can hold a grudge. Or you can react in a godly way and show the Lord's love, even if you are in a harsh situation. Um. Choosing these certain this or that's are really hard, too. Um, I know that when you're in certain situations, it can be hard to, like, right off the bat really choose what you want to do because you know, like, when you're sitting there, it might cause somebody to look at you differently. It might cause something to happen to you. It might cause people to talk about you. Um, It might switch the conversation. It might be a good thing that you step in and you say something. But it, like, nine times out of ten will probably be somebody frustrated with you or saying something about you or talking about you or um kind of calling you out in a different way because you went against the world standards of talking about somebody drinking or smoking um partying all these things um yet at the end of the day what matters more another this or that statement people's opinions of you on the earth or God's opinion of you. Where you stand in the world or where you stand with God. Which matters more, this or that. I took time to kind of dwell on that when I was kind of entering into my stronger like relationship with Christ. Um, I realized that I needed to step out of certain relationships and friendships and um, kind of go in a different direction with my life and it was one of those this or that things like do I want to continue to do this or do I want to change my life and do that with God um it was hard for me obviously how would it not be um I was kind of like aware of the fact that I had to end friendships um that I had to walk away from certain things Um, that were habits. I had to walk away um, from 
relationships even I had to walk away from um social media um for a little bit of time to kind of grasp who I was as a person um and honestly one it was very good for me um two it really helped me realize that living for God is so much more important than picking that other circumstance that might give you um acceptance and help you live up to the standards for a solid three days as we're all aware standards of social media and people around you are changing consistently you might do something that make you make people look at you to be the best person in the world you might be the only one that could live up to the standard but the standard's going to change three days later um so at the end of the day it it's kind of bringing it all back to consistency um are you going to serve a consistent God whose standards never change, um, whose, like, laws and expectations are never too high for you to fulfill? Um, or are you going to try and follow and break yourself down and hurt yourself for the standards of the world? It's a hard topic. Um, and it's hard to pick and choose whether you're going to do certain things. Um, because a lot of the time, these, this or that circumstances um, make you so aware about how things are going to change your life. Um, certain situations, you're going to be super aware of the fact that if I do cut in and I do this differently and I go along with what God wants me to do, people are going to look at me differently. People might not want to be my friend anymore. Um, and yeah, that stinks. But I also know, and I'm aware because I've done it, I've gone through it, that if you were to step in that situation like God would want you to do and continue that conversation as God would want you to and that God um, has you continue it, he is going to fulfill you and bless you for acting as God would. So even though it might cause you to lose a friend, God is going to fulfill that spot of that friend so beautifully with either a new friendship that is godly or it's going to be a blessing in some other way. Um, God is never going to kind of leave you stranded there um, if something happens to you because you're choosing God's way. Now, if you choose the devil's way and now, then you're just kind of sitting there and um, you're kind of empty, it's just going to be one of those moments where it's like, mm, yeah, you should have picked the Lord. You should have picked to go with God. Um, but if you pick God, he will never leave you stranded. He will never leave you without that friend. He will never leave you empty. Um, he will bless you. He will fulfill you because he is aware of how difficult that might be to go against the world and to pick God. He's he's very aware about that because obviously he sent his one and only son down to this earth to live for him, even though everything around him was horribly and worldly. Um, and he could have disowned his father. He could have given into temptation. He could have sinned. He could have done all these things. But no, he lived a perfect life for his, like, for, for the God. Like, he lived that life. And even though it meant that he knew that he was going to be crucified, he was also aware that though he was going to be crucified and thrown out by these people and disowned by his disciples, he was going to get to live forever in heaven. Um, those situations are the ones that make a stable relationship with Christ because it might cause um, concern and um, a rocky road and some loss if you do 
react in a godly way, but God will fulfill that with so much more. Um, so kind of what I'm trying to get to here, pay attention to those circumstances around you that are those this or that situations. Um, be very careful and wise and pray for wisdom and ask the Lord for this knowledge, the spiritual knowledge and wisdom that will help you live for God. Um, and look at those situations carefully um, and don't pick the worldly things. Um, so usually said, um, pick God, pick God, pick God. Like don't fall into the worldly like habits. One, it's easy to fall into worldly habits. Very easy. We've all done it. I continue to do it sometimes because that's just what the devil does. But God will bless us so much more if we do the hard thing a lot of the time and we pick him consistently. Um, so at the end of the day, pick the wise thing. Pick what God would want you to do because, yeah, you might lose a friend or two. You might lose that relationship with that guy or that girl. Your parents and your family might look at you differently. Um, something might go downhill for you. A school that you're in might totally change their view of you. Something big might happen. But at the end of the day, God's opinion of you is all that matters. Like, if we bring my whole podcast's name into this worthy of it, you are worthy of God's love. And you are going to get that no matter what. But on top of that, it is so worth losing your friend or two to follow what God says. It is so worth picking that circumstance instead of the this because at the end of the day, God's going to bless you for following his word and following him and believing in him and um, going after him and striving for him and living out your life for Christ instead of being that person that continues on the conversation and doesn't stop it and doesn't show the love of Jesus Christ in it. So all that being said, um, kind of just be aware of the things going on around you um, and be able to know and understand when you can step in and when you can be that light for Jesus Christ, even if it makes people look at you differently, even if that situation is just kind of going to make you hit a little bit more of rock bottom in situations at school. The Lord will take care of you. The Lord will bless you. The Lord will provide for you. Um, so, yeah. Um, I hope you guys have a good week, a good rest of your day. Um, God bless you, and be careful when you're in those this or that situations um, because it might seem simple, and it might seem dumb, and it might seem little, but those little situations are going to mean a whole lot to God, whether you pick to follow him or whether you pick to fall into the worldly standards.